a Big Spark Studios original. Hey guys, I'm Azra and I'm Aisha and, and we're, we're the Beyond, Beyond Twins. Twins and you're watching All Access with Azra and Aisha and today's episode is it's something a scary that one. It's a scary one. It's something that I feel like some of you guys know about because we've talked about it a little bit like when we go live but yeah. we have a little bit of a scary story that we recently went through and yeah, LA is a scary place. Wait, but okay, I have a really scary story that I have from growing up. So can this just be like a scary story video? Sure. Like podcast where we just talk about crazy things that's happened. Yeah. So we're, that means we have two stories. And we have pictures because I want to show you guys like proof and everything of like what happened. So people don't think we're making it all up. Um, well, let's start with the first story. This is very recent. I would say this story just finished like a month ago. Yes, I'm going to cut you off really quickly and also mention that I do have a little bit of a, not, not a little, a lot of a cough. She has so COVID, guys. I'm trying, no, I don't. I'm kidding. Don't joke about that. I'm joking. Um, I actually don't. I got tested. I was negative, but I've had this stupid cough lingering for like three weeks. So I'm sorry if it's annoying. Yeah, it is. But anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So this story starts off, I would say like two months <laughs> trying ago. trying so silent to not cough. I am. Um, this story, <coughs> go. Okay, we're good. This story starts off maybe three months ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say like three months ago. So it all started when me, Aisha, and our friend Sagonia, we were all at dinner, and then I think we went to her house after, and we were chilling, and she lives like literally up the street from us, so she's like a two-minute drive from us. So we were at her house till like what, two in the morning? We were out late. We were out late. Yeah. And then it's like two, maybe 3 a.m., and we get home, but we always walk in through our garage because our front door, like, it's weird. You cannot open it from the outside. No matter, like, if you have, like, the code, if you have anything, you cannot open it from the outside. So we go it's into our garage. It's just broken and we haven't fixed it. So yeah. we go through the garage. Well, no, we have fixed it and it's still not technically fixed. Yeah. Like, it's very strange. Anyway, we go in through our garage and um, we go up the stairs. And when you go into the garage, you land in the kitchen. So we're in the kitchen. And if you guys have seen it in our videos before, the our front door is huge it's just it's clear clear. yeah so if the lights are on in the kitchen anyone from the outside could see into our house like on the street like there's no blinds to cover the front door it is just wide open everyone could see like what's inside so but we can't see outside when it's dark so my room is right by the big door sadly so if anyone's coming to kill me i'm the first one dead (laughs) and mine's down the hall so so she's fine but we walk in um to the house through through the garage and we're all in the kitchen for a little bit and then i'm about to go into my room to i think get a charger or something and I'm walking to my room and I obviously like I'm getting close to the front door and I'm looking outside and I'm like, is someone laying out like on the front of our door? Yeah. And I was like, no, there's like no way. And I was like, thought I was tripping. And I was like, guys, like, is someone laying out in the front of the door? So and usually when that happens, out, you, like, you run, run you and cops. you call the cops. <laughs> and I'm the type of person where if I hear a noise, I need to open my door and check what it is, even if I get shot dead. So I'm like, I need to open the door. They were like yelling at me, don't open the door. I'm like, I need to open the door to ask this guy what he's doing. So I go and I open the door. This guy has to be in his like, 40s 50s maybe no maybe even 30s no way you can't tell because he like he was growing a beard and had like maybe long hair, a haircut so, yeah but I, I just thought maybe he was like a homeless guy and like he was wanted like money or something but from his outfit i was like he doesn't look homeless i can't really i couldn't really tell honestly like he was wearing like a business suit like yeah. with a, with he had like a briefcase but then he also so. didn't have like a haircut so i was just really confused like who he was but he was yeah he was laying down on the front of our door and he was wearing a long trench coat and like holding a newspaper in his hand. He was just laying there. And I guess when I opened the door, I woke him up because I guess he was sleeping. And then he gets up so fast. And I was like, like, excuse me, like, what are you doing here? Like on our property? And he goes, oh, like, I'm looking for my friend. Like she lives here. I was like, oh, who's your friend? He goes, her name's Rihanna. I'm like, 
sorry, like no Rihanna lives here. Only people that live in our house is us two and Nate. Yeah. So I was like, okay, um, I think you have the wrong house. And he goes, no, no, no. Like her, she lives here. She told me to come over. And then he's just trying to walk into the house. And I like close the door. I'm like, it's like, sorry, you have the wrong house. Can you please leave? And then, um, what else did he say after that? I think that was it. Right. I mean, I wasn't there. I, yeah, I you was, weren't listening. I, opened the door. I think that's all he said. And then he ended up just like being like, oh, okay, thank you. We'll have a good day. Good night, whatever. And he ends up leaving and I didn't see him the rest of the night. And I was like, weird. Like maybe, I don't know what his game plan was, but that was it for that day. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go to the next part. Yeah, you go to the next part. So around two, I would say two, maybe three weeks, maybe later. even three weeks later, um, we threw a house party <laughs> um, <laughs> because I don't know. Did we, was there a reason why we threw a house party? Maybe someone's birthday or something. I think it was someone's birthday. But um, we threw a house party. And so a lot of people were like sleeping over at the house um, that night, like after the party. So at like, 6 a.m. the next day I hear the doorbell ringing and like so do I also hears it too from her room but I'm like I'm not getting up to open the door for someone at 6 a.m. I thought it was like someone delivering a package and needed someone to sign or something so I'm like okay just let them drop it off or bring it back whatever I was like I don't feel like getting up out of bed and me too and I I was too nervous I'm like I don't know why I always get one thing about my room because I'm so close to the front door like since we moved in I get very like I don't like my room I feel very unsafe. I feel very, it's very cold. Too. It's very open. Like anyone could see into my room because it's literally the first door. My balcony isn't fully shut. Like I just don't like my room. I get very sketched out. Yeah. So um, we both didn't want to open the door. So I'm like waiting. I'm like, okay, eventually they're going to stop bringing it. This is like two minutes go by. Ring again. So, speaking of bro Otis, guys, he's texting you right now. I'll go harass him in the comments. Him? Oh, before the podcast. We yeah. Oh, okay, that's why. Um. Anyway, basically... I'm like, okay, they're going to stop ringing eventually. They don't. It's like five minutes. I'm like, okay, someone's got to open the door. And then I think Troy was sleeping on the couch and I heard him go open the door. And yeah, I, was like, I heard him because I can like, I can hear stuff kind of from my room to the front door because I'm that close to it. So when I was going to get up to open the door, I hear Troy walking, like I could, Troy not walking over. I heard him, he said hello. And I was like, oh, Troy got, so I was like, I'm fine, whatever. And then, so he, um, as Troy was walking over to open the door, he hears the guy like, try like you know pushing on the door handle to open the door himself and try to come in so troy opens it and goes oh like excuse me how can i help you like what are you doing basically also because it was kind of annoying the guy was just nonstop. the guy goes oh um i work in real estate i'm wondering if this property is um like for sale or something yeah he said does anyone live here yeah and troy obviously isn't going to be like no so he's like yeah i live here like what do you need and the guy's like, oh, like, I'm just looking for property to um, buy or whatever. Can I come in? Troy's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, now's not the time. Like, we're not selling. This we're house. not selling this. It's not available. Like, can, can you please leave? And then he like the guy looks over at our kitchen because obviously the front door is facing the kitchen. And he sees like a bunch of like drinks and stuff on the table. He goes, oh, must have had a crazy party, huh? Yeah. And we're like, what? Like, and how then did he, he say at that, that point, he was like, can you please get out? And then he shuts the door in the guy's face, starts walking away. And then as he's walking away, he hears the guy trying to open the door handle again. So he walks over. He's, and then I think Troy had it with him and then was like, can you please get off the property? Like, I'm going to call the cops. And then the guy was like, oh, like whatever. And then he ends up walking away. Then Troy got pictures of the guy. And I heard him at I heard him at seven in the morning because I was like, oh, thank God. He opened the door. I don't want to get out there. So I texted. I was like, hey, was that you? He's like, yeah. I said, who was that? And then he never answered my text. And oh, then the okay, next day whatever. he goes um because we like asked about it again he goes oh i didn't want to scare you but like this there was some happened, weird guy uh, and have a picture of him so he shows us the picture and we're like oh my god that's the same guy that was sleeping on our front door two or three weeks ago that i saw yeah and troy's like oh shoot like i wish i knew because i don't think he we ended up telling him no, that story so didn't. he didn't know that anyone was trying to break in yeah three weeks prior 
Um, and then right after that happened, the guy left and we're all like, oh my God, so we have to be like on the lookout for this guy. So we all thought it was kind of like a funny joke at first, but yeah. it just gets so much worse. So two days later, um, me, Aisha, Troy, and our friend Keegan were all going to get lunch or breakfast, brunch, whatever. I don't we're know, something brunch, like that. Yeah. And um, we told Keegan the story. We showed Keegan the pictures like a few this days before. This was the before. day before, yeah. Yeah. And then um, when Keegan's coming over, he um, hears someone yelling at him. He hears <laughs> someone yelling and he's like, who's yelling at me? He looks across the street. So from our house, he's looking at the house directly across from us. And he's looking at the balcony. And this guy on the balcony is like screaming at Keegan. Like, and Keegan doesn't know what he's saying. But Keegan's like, wait. That looks at like the guy from the picture that Troy showed me. And the whole story the twins were saying. So Keegan and no, I remember what he house. was saying. Huh? I remember what he was saying from the balcony. Oh, what was, oh yeah. Keegan he said, told me. He said, my name is Kai Stevenson. I've been living here since 2011. He's like screaming as if like, you know, we're accusing him. I don't know. He was just trying to like, I yeah. guess, make up this thing where... I don't know. Yeah, really so then don't. Keegan comes into our house and was like, guys, like, you know that that guy that, like, tried to come into your house twice? And we're like, yeah, he goes, he's literally on that balcony right now. This episode is sponsored by Function of Beauty. The key to consistent good hair days is using ingredients that benefit your hair. Function of Beauty makes hair care products that are 100% customizable, made for your hair where it's at now and where you want it to go. What's crazy is that we took this quiz, like, what, two years ago? Yes, When we were living back in New York, and we used their products since the beginning of time. I think both Ozra and I have struggled with finding a right hair product for us because our hair texture is very specific. We have, like, a certain curl pattern. We have, you know, oily days and dry and dry hair days. So the fact that we can customize the product to the exact way our hair is is so incredible, and I feel like every person kind of needs that because, you know, those generic Definitely. products that you get at any drugstore, it's... It's so kind of hard to make it work for everyone's hair type when they're all so different. Definitely. So, um, we took it a while ago and have been using it ever I since. I know. It's, it's been amazing. A long time. Um, but yeah, say goodbye to generic hair care for good today. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash all access to take your hair goal quiz and you'll save 25% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash all access. Let them know you heard about it from our show and you will get 25% off your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash all access to take your hair quiz and receive 25% off of your first order. So make sure to go check it out. Go check it out. <laughs> so we're like, so oh, he's our neighbor. Oh my God, wait, he's our neighbor. So we're, we're either like one, he broke in to that house because he's saying he's, he's lived there since 2011 or two, he literally broke in there and like, you know, what are we going to do? Do we call the cops? So we don't want to call the cops if it was nothing. So we're like, if something, if he does something or something happens, then we'll call the cops. Well, we so also thought like there was a slight chance of, okay, maybe he could live there, but maybe he was like drugged out or something that he was kind of just walking around the yeah. neighborhood. So I was like, maybe he does live there. Like, who are we to, you know, yeah. say he doesn't. So we're like kind of ignoring him. We're like, imagine he like did break in, blah, blah, blah. So we're making up all these stories as we're going to brunch. Yeah. Then we walk back over from brunch. <laughs> is that this the same, the day, same day I think it was the next day yeah it was the next day because I literally wrote it down to remember it so the next day um I think oh I was doing my makeup in my room and I told you my balcony door and like like my when the shades are up I can see everything outside I can see directly across across the street which is right by the front which door. which is basically the same view as the front door yeah balcony it's the same, same, view. same view yeah so I'm sitting there and I'm doing my makeup like whatever it's going great having a great time and I am like I put my music really loud so I can't hear anything, but I can like kind of like see cop cars. Like my makeup mirror is this way, my balcony is behind me. So like through the reflection of my mirror, you can see I the can lights. see the, everything outside. So I can kind of see like what's happening. I see there's cop cars and like there's a whole bunch of people. And um, I was like, what the heck is going on? So I think Keegan and Troy were also over. No, Troy came over and he goes, "There's cops outside your house. Like, do you want me to go?" I talk said, to "Yeah, them? I saw that." And I look outside. I'm like, "No way." We go outside and that guy's literally getting arrested because he broke into the house across the street and he was staying there for those past two days. And then we were talking to the cops for a little bit and they were like saying how they arrested him. So this was at like 1 p.m. Yeah. They said 
oh, we arrested him at 9 a.m. and they let him off after an hour because the, he didn't technically commit a crime, so they can't really hold him. And then he ended up coming back to the same house and they arrested him. That was the second time he got arrested that yeah. day. So then we told the cops. So we're like, we're like hey, hey, like, could you maybe keep him a little, little longer than like an hour? Like, that's unsafe for us. Like, we don't know what he's doing, if he has a weapon, anything. And then we showed them the pictures of how he's been to our house before and like that whole story. And So um, they took her information down, but obviously we were like, how long are they actually going to keep him? Um, you know? Yeah. But then they ended up calling. Um, they told us that the cops called his mom and his mom basically was like, said that he's like very mentally ill so she's like has no part in his life and i was like oh my god like that made me like, feel yeah, bad like she was point? like saying how like good thing you got him like he has every mental illness in the book that's literally what she said word i know for word it was to the, crazy to and i was like oh my god well he should be like taken to get help or something but like literally they haven't done anything the cops arrested him again and when i say like i told when we told the cops to leave them to hold him on like hold on to him for longer than an hour and like maybe figure out something to do with him they literally laughed in our face and they're like sorry that's not gonna happen and i was they're like, like that's Why? la they're like and that's la like, i was like what do you mean they're like technically if he doesn't do anything violent we can't hold him so i was like so until he shoots me in the head then you can arrest him right and then they started laughing and i was like well because it's kind of scary it's, it's like, like we like, also like a lot of the times nate won't be home and it'll just be me and Azra and there's so many entrances to our house and we make sure we keep every single one locked. But it's like that scary thing where like, okay, possibly one is unlocked. We don't know who could break in or we don't know anything, especially also like LA right now has so many crimes happening in our area that it's just like, you kind of just got to be extra safe about everything. Which is why now we're like, we're going to get like extra security and everything. So we don't have to worry about it anymore. Thank God. But yeah, um, <coughs> yeah so after that, <coughs> sorry, after that, um, he got arrested and then the cops let him off again because two days later no it was two weeks later right yeah two yeah weeks two later. weeks later we're like okay finally like it's just taken care of not a big deal like we haven't seen him in a while he's not coming back we were really yeah. happy about it and then it was kind of like sunset time and again keegan was over why is it it was so it was such a coincidence anytime instances with him would happen keegan and troy were over yeah. and it was like it was meant to be like i swear like it, i like, think we weren't alone they don't you know come I mean? over all the time but like they would come over on these days where these things would happen it was wild so Ke keegan came over and um Troy was over too. Troy was over too. Yeah, and this is two weeks later. It's like we we're sunset. going to get Froyo. No, this is before. No, oh, no, it Wait. was that night. No, because yes, is it? Oh yes. yeah, she's right. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we we're all like, you know, let's go get frozen yogurt. And then as soon as we go outside to the car, we see patrol across the street from our house at that same house that the guy broke into. Literally, patrol is literally talking to this guy, and we're like, oh my we're god, like, he's back. Oh my god, he's Kai back. Kai Stevenson's back. So our friend Keegan runs to that patrol guy and sa literally looks at the guy because this patrol and the guy and Keegan goes to the patrol. This guy's been breaking into that house, like this house for, for like, like a month months now. and like trying to break into ours. And, he's, and the he's guy is like standing twice, there yeah. and the patrol can't do anything. They can't arrest him because he just patrol like he's like parking patrol, whatever. And he's like, oh my God, like what do we do? And the guy like just looks at Keegan, like doesn't know what to do. Has a garage clicker to that house across the street. Opens the garage, grabs takes a bike, a bike, and rides off. So now if we call the cops, technically they can't do anything because he's not on the property. So we call the cops. They said they couldn't help. Um, um, but so they're like, like, we'll still show right. up and whatever. So yeah. they end up showing up like an hour and a half later. And we're like, well, sorry, he left. Like, whatever. You know, you weren't able to get him. So they were like, okay, just let us know if anything else happens. We're like, okay. So it was like a long night and I think Troy had to like leave town that night yeah. or the next morning. So he's like, I would stay over the house tonight to make sure you guys are good. But like, I have to go home. Because Nate also wasn't in town. Yeah. So it was just me and Ozra. So Keegan's, Keegan was like, okay, Troy, go home. I'll go get Froyo with Ozra and Aisha and then I'll stay the night at the house just in case. So we're like, okay, fair enough. Let's do that. So me, Ozra and Keegan all go to get Froyo and we're like, 
maybe like an hour later, we're driving back to our house and we see him walking right by like two streets our, down from our us. neighborhood, yeah. Um, like in our neighborhood with no shirt on and he has like a bag over his shoulder and he's holding like two like, two duffel, like bags. Ba- duffel, duffel bags or whatever. And we're like, oh my God. So we're like, okay, let's try to call the cops again in hopes that they at least can talk to him and yeah. maybe they want to arrest him, but like talk to him and see what's up with him. Yeah. So we had the cops on the phone as we were tracking the guy like down the street and we literally were like, we started following him because we didn't want to So we followed him back. for maybe like what, 20 minutes? And he, and like really slowly, we were going obviously really slow because he's walking. We don't want to like it, him to see that we're following him. But we'd him. park for a second. Yeah. Yeah. We'd so park we and then we drive again, but we're like, he's definitely going to be walking towards the house again. And guess what? Following him for 20 minutes, he went back to the house. So we told the cops, like, yes, he's literally turning back on the street now. We know he's coming. The patrol guy was still there. So we told the patrol, like, the guy's coming back. The guy's coming back. But he was in a different corner, but we recognized the guy. So they're like, oh, my God, okay, we're not going to, like, run up to him because obviously he's going to drive off or do something. So we parked in front of our house yeah. and watched him. And watched him. And he, what did he do? Walked right back into the house, into the garage, packed the duffel bags with clothes, clothes. I don't know, random stuff. I don't know what he packed exactly. And um, proceeds to walk down the street onto the other street that we saw him on and then goes behind a building and changes his clothes because I guess he, knew he knows that we were we, calling the cops we and explaining cops. what he was wearing and all that, that stuff. That he was shirtless, changing. this, that, this, that. So he decides to put on like a red shirt, a different colored pair of pants, a hat. And like, we're still on the phone with the cops. So we're obviously telling them, and oh, I we pictures see him of changing. Him like, yeah, and everything. Yeah, so we're telling the cops like as it's happening, like, oh, he's changing his clothes. So, you know, you guys don't recognize him, blah, blah, blah. He ends up going down this like dead end street where you can't drive and goes off into nothing and we're like okay didn't catch him again yeah and we're like okay we're kind of scared whatever so keegan goes i'll stay over tonight like i'm sure everything will be fine i don't think he's gonna come back obviously he knows that we're not threatening him but we, we called many times and him coming back wouldn't really make much sense on his part either like yeah. it wouldn't be a smart move if you're trying to break exactly. in or like trying to stay somewhere you wouldn't go back to the same spot knowing people call the cops so yeah that night <coughs> that was the end of that cops couldn't do anything again because the guy wasn't on the property that we said he was on um, so Keegan's like, okay, I'm going to sleep over, make sure everything's okay. Keegan sleeps over, not to mention, um, two weeks before this whole scenario. So look in the middle, like when, when this kind of started happening, um, Troy's car got stolen across the street from her house. I think it was the night of the party. Was it? Yeah. The next morning his car was stolen. Yeah. The next morning Troy's car was stolen. Nowhere to be found. Um, so we're like. Oh my gosh, like whatever. Like we started we to make started a theory and we were like, oh, the guy, guy stole the car or whatever. We're like, no, maybe we're overthinking it. So then I were so now going back to the story, when Keegan slept over to make sure we were good, the next morning we see the guy getting arrested across the street again. Keegan runs outside. The neighbors no, show he wasn't up. getting arrested. He was getting arrested. No. Was he not? You weren't there in the morning. I know. I, I went out. I'll explain how this happens. I know it detail from detail. Okay. Basically, Keegan wakes up and he's calling me because I'm in my room. He's like, Aisha, the guy's back. The guy's back. The guy's back. I'm like, okay, Keegan, what do you want me to do? Like, we can't do anything about it. He goes, just come outside. I'm like, okay. <coughs> so like 10 minutes later, I finally get out of bed and I'm, I'm like, where's Keegan? I thought he was inside. He ended up going outside and he was talking to, um, talking to two neighbors. Cause it, cause oh, yeah, the guy wasn't yeah. there. The guy ended up leaving back again, like down like two or three streets. Um, so Keegan went to go talk to one of the neighbors that happened to see the guy as well. And I come outside, I'm like, what's going on? Where is he? And they're like, oh, he ran off again with the bike. Um, but um, the neighbor was like, oh, I got pictures of the guy um, breaking into your friend's car. And I'm like, I look over at Keegan. Keegan goes, you will not believe it. I'm like, what? He goes, he literally broke into my car. Like he had like a truck, stole like 
the most random things like chapstick, yeah. like his AirPods, sunglasses, like a bunch of stuff and like put his seats down in the back. So Keegan's car was like a mess. Yeah. And there's the pr- neighbors got pictures of this. Happening. Neighbors got pictures of it. I happening. guess they also recognized his face seeing him. Yeah. I'm sure like everyone around the neighborhood kind of knew that this guy was coming around. So, um, as we're talking about, um, you know, this guy, the cops, you know, show up and they're like, where's the guy? And we're like, oh, he ran off. But let me just show you pictures of what he looks like. So as we're, you know, me, Keegan and one of the neighbors are showing the cops pictures of what this guy looks like. He's coming on his bike past the street. And obviously you think, OK, maybe he turn around. Away. But I think his trying to thought do like reverse was psychology like, and like try to look nonchalant and like walk past the cops and be like, good morning. And that's literally what he did. And we're literally standing there like, that's literally him on the bike. So we tell the cops, we're like, that's him. Like, he's literally talking to us, but that's the guy that you're supposed to be arresting. So they go up to him. They kind of like, are like, oh, can you stop for a second? Like, where are you trying to go? They press him for a second. He won't like take his hands off of the bike. So there's kind of like this whole like back and forth thing Mm -hmm. for like maybe like 20 minutes. They check his backpack. Half of Keegan's stuff from his car was in that guy's backpack. So he did break in. And um, so we definitely know he's the one that stole Troy's car, but we still have no idea where it is. So now he has to get a new one. But um. Yeah, so the guy ended up getting arrested finally that day. We told the cops, like, how many times that ha- that's happened. It's happened, like, three or so four times. So then yeah. they, like, you know, there was, like, a whole court date, but we weren't in town. So and Keegan went. The house that he was staying in, the cops went inside to just double check and see what, like, was going on in there. Um, he smashed the back window of the house. Multiple. Multiple multiple windows in the back. Uh, ripped out the alarm system and threw it in the pool so I guess it wouldn't go off. And there was, like, blood in. on the floor, I guess, from him trying to open the windows in the back. So, um... That there was like because there was a couple that was there was like an Italian couple that only comes to visit once a year. They have that house, but they live in Italy, so they rarely come. And they like to rent it out and they rent it out on Airbnbs. But I guess no one's been living there, so this guy's been staying at the house for like two, three weeks, and none maybe of us longer, even knew. maybe even longer. We had no idea. So he finally got arrested. We haven't seen him since, and hopefully he doesn't hopefully come back. Kai Stevenson's not making his way back. But that was li- it was like the scariest like <laughs> month ever. Like we would just yeah, wake up really and like, unsafe. He'd be back. And it was like, oh, my God. Like, what if he just shows up to our door again? What if we left a door unlocked that we didn't know? But now we're so, like, extra cautious. We have, like, extra, we have like, to be locks. And we have extra, like, everything. Because, like, you never know. Like, you know what's scary, too? It was, like, it's like, I want to buy myself something nice, like a piece of jewelry. And I'm just so scared because out here, like, if you wear it at the wrong moment, at the wrong time, like, you can get. Like, on Melrose. Like, yeah, people will literally rob, follow you, you and get, look for you to see what you're wearing. Like, follow you home and rob you. It's crazy like i think it was on the news for a little bit the beginning of this year about like all these scary stories and it's like they're legit like it's it's a terrifying terrifying place no it is which people don't like talk about enough because you think la is this perfect place but yeah it's actually getting so scary i know let's not talk about it no (laughs) that was a good story okay we're gonna tell one more story because this one's been something that like i tell at like every party or like everyone gets so friend group it's because it's honestly such a creepy story um and it could be one of those things where like everything just happened to go wrong and it's a coincidence but it's honestly so terrifying that i don't i don't stand a chance of that being you know that being a thing and the picture and i can't even even show show the picture. picture so basically a long time ago when ozra and i were living back in new york um we had uh, these neighbors that um, basically watched us grow up. Their names were. Can you say it? I yeah. mean, yeah, I'll see why not. Debbie and Kenny. Their names were Debbie and Kenny. Um, Sadly, they both passed away when we were like young still, but they were like our favorite neighbors ever. Like we literally played tennis with them all the time when we were like six years old and they were like pretty old and they would just like play games with us yeah. when we were growing up. And he hated, Kenny hated kids. Yeah, he but, did. But like, he told Debbie like, 
these kids like us and our sisters made me like wh- like want like, want kids want and like kids. he ma- it was he was upset that he never had kids kids himself after yeah. meeting us so basically they were our neighbors for a very long time i think they passed away when we were around like what nine years old like nine or ten nine or ten um and um debbie passed before kenny did right mm-hmm. and then kenny ended up moving, moving to florida to florida for like a couple months and then came back to live with his brother who lived in that house yes because his brother ended up staying when kenny left and then unfortunately kenny passed away as well and um this is like super random it was like a direct house next to us by the way yeah their house always um smelled of beer, beer because they always drank beer but they would always drink it on their patio and the smell would linger over to our house so like even now to this day when i smell beer I'm i like, think of them i think of them me too because that's just what i grew up knowing was like when i'd see like them i'd smell they, it even when they would talk to us like try to give us a kiss in the cheek i was like, smell like, beer. Like beer yeah and like obviously we, we grew up like not around like alcohol so anytime we smell beer now we just think of them and like yeah. i don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing but i just yeah it just relates to them and then we'd all also did they smoke cigarettes they did right they did yeah smell like cigarettes and beer so they ended up uh, they were so sweet they were were great um they ended up passing away and then a new family moved in so um it was a couple and then they had two kids no they had one kid they had one kid why did i think they had two kids too because the new family that moved in had two kids okay you're right yeah they only had one kid or was she pregnant no she wasn't no she only had one kid um to backtrack though this is also a weird little connection no, I, I want to explain that later, but I don't want to forget. Uh, let me explain. Basically, in that house, um, many, many, many years ago, two girls oh, passed yeah. away in that house at a very young age. We don't know the reason why. I don't know how. But I know that that story, like, lingered around the neighborhood. So people knew that two girls died in that house, like, ages ago. A yeah, very, very long time ago. ago. So um, that'll be important later on in the story when I explain this. But um, basically, um, this new couple moves in with their daughter and the daughter's such a sweetheart. She's, she's like, like, what? Five or six. Well, five or six. Yeah. And at the time we were now 14, 15. Yeah. So no one really lived there for a little bit, or at least we didn't know them. And I think we were like 16 at that were point. Were we 16? No, wait, we were in like sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Like freshman, freshman, sophomore year. Okay. So we were like 14 or 15. So we were a bit older. Yeah. Um, the girl was such a sweetheart. I think she was like five or six. And, um, obviously there was me, Ozra and then we have two older sisters as well um and since we're neighbors it was kind of convenient for us to become like the girl's babysitter or tutor in a way yeah um so after getting to know the family a little bit they asked us if we can babysit once in a while like it would be like maybe and then tutor her on like Mondays or something yeah so we're like okay completely like we're so down so whatever we tutor her her here and there and then there was one time where they're like oh we'd love if you can just babysit because we're going to be out for a little bit and it would just be easier if you can stay and it's going to be kind of late we're like okay that's fine and then what it hit like midnight or something like that? I think it was earlier than that. I remember early like midnight, like, uh, like ten or eleven o'clock. Yeah, and Janet, our older sister, was staying with us that day, and oh she yeah. was like, "Oh, um, I'm not gonna stay here." Like Osra, she said to both of us, "She's like, you two stay and babysit her until the parents come home. I'll go home." And we're like, "Okay." Mind you, our door, like our house, was directly the next one, so it's like once you leave, it, the house is right there, so it's really close. We're like, "Okay, that's fine." And then um, the little girl goes, oh, just make sure you're safe going back home. And John's like, oh, why? Like, you know, my house is right down, like, down the street. And the little girl was like, oh, like, there's an axe over there if you want it, just to be, like, safe. It was literally, and I looked over, they literally had an axe on their kitchen a floor. A kitchen, like, a, literally a, a huge axe on the kitchen floor. Like, how do you leave that around when your kid is, like, so Five young? Years old. And I'm like, okay, that's weird, so whatever. she ended up leaving home, and then our other sister <coughs> texted us, and she goes, hey, like, mom's cooking. She's making french fries. Do you want french fries? So we're like, yeah, of course we want french fries. So she walks over to so drop it off. she walks over to drop off french fries to us and the little girl, and as she's leaving, like, when she gets back home, 
she texts me she goes oh my gosh like the weirdest thing just happened we're like what? what she goes i don't know what it was like after she like left the house she got chills all over her body and, she and got so cold she got so cold like she got so scared and our house is right there like there's no reason like for that to happen to be scared she got, and it was hot outside by the way it was like not like winter or anything but she got chills all over she has no idea why because that was the weirdest thing ever like i just felt like like something really uneasy really yeah. off and like she's always been the type of person like i don't know if you guys know people like this that you know like get feelings or like can like re- not read energy but like almost i guess in, in a, a way she's always been like that our entire life growing up like she'll have a feeling about something and then it'll happen but it, for her it's like never she never thinks about it she's just like wait i have a feeling like this or something and then like weeks later like she was right um, right. So after she said that, we're like, oh, shoot, like, that's really weird. But we didn't think anything of it because we're like, whatever, it's fine. Um, so then we ended up playing a game. It was like, oh, my God, what was it? Um, it was like a board game, but it had like two pieces to the board game. So you needed the other piece, but it was up in her room. And that room was upstairs. So do you remember that? Yeah. Do you want me to say it? Yeah. So basically, I'm like, uh, she goes, oh, to play this game, you need the other piece. And we're like, okay, where is it? She's like, in my room upstairs. And we're like, okay, go get it. She's like, oh, do you guys want to come with me? And I'm like, I don't want to go up the stairs. Also, you go get the thing with her. So I was like, oh, no, I'll stay down here and set the rest yeah, of the game up. Yeah, and I was like, up. I'll come with you. She goes, no, 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 you can't stay down here alone. I'm like, why not? She's like, because then, what did she say? She said monsters. She's like, oh, because monsters. And I was like, oh, no, like, it's fine. She goes, okay, well, if you see them, just start running. She literally said, just start running. I was like, I'm literally looking at her, I'm what? Like, what is she saying? Like, what is this five-year-old, like, saying? Like, and she's saying it's so, like, casual. She's not, like, scared or anything. She goes, but, yeah, like, if you see monsters, start running. Like, come upstairs. Like, run. Like, and she, and she I'm like, saying it in a certain oh, way. I was like, like oh okay, like, I think I'm fine. So I was, like, super creeped out. I'm like, why is this girl talking like this? Maybe it's just, you know, kids and their imagination. So I was like, I'm not going to think anything of it. So they end up getting the other piece. We start playing the game. And then I'm sitting on the couch as she's playing a game. And I'm like, oh, let me take a picture of her. Like, to show the parents. I was going to send the pictures, like, like the parents an update of, you know, the girl. So, she's, like, dancing or something like that. And I'm like, oh, smile. What should we call her? Because I feel like we need to refer to her as something. Um, call her Bella. Bella. Okay. So, um, Bella's dancing. And I'm like, okay, Bella, turn around. I want to take a picture of you. She's like, okay. I snap a picture of her. And... I'm, like, about to send it to the parents, but I, like, go to look at the picture first, and I have the picture still on my phone to this day, and it is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, so her her hair is, like, in her face, so it's covered, like, because she was, like, it was, like, she was she in was motion dancing, when yeah. I should take the picture, so her hair was in her face, and we're, like, oh, look, whatever, she's just doing a little spin. When I say this picture looked like it could have been the back of her head because all so much of her hair was in the front of her face, but you can't even see her eyes, nose, or They're lips. like, they're hollow. Their eyes their are eyes sunken in. Sunken in. It's like dark shadows. It's like dark shadows on her face. And you're like, that literally looks like someone like... Like a demon. Like a demon. It was the scariest picture And ever. her head was like kind of turned in a weird she position. She was like this. Too. Her arms were like this. Yeah. And because she was moving to dance, whatever. So the hair is like this. Her face is just hollow. And you just see like this shadow. And it looks like there's like sunken holes in her eyes and her mouth and her nose. And Aisha's like, oh my God, I cannot send this picture. Like, I was terrified. I was like, I'm going to delete it. She was so scared. She she deleted it off her phone. And then. the scariest thing ever. I'm going to say this part now because it's not relevant for later. But that picture ended up appearing back on my phone after two years. After when you bought a new phone. I like bought a new phone and I was like scrolling and I was like, I thought I deleted that. And it just randomly appeared in my new phone. And I was like, oh my God. Anyway. I was like, okay, well, I'm not sending that picture to her parents. Like, I'm scared. Like, I don't want to send this to them and scare them. <coughs> so we're like okay you know what bella why don't we go to sleep now she's like okay she goes up to her room and at this point it's like 11 30 12 almost yeah and we she's let her laying, stay up late because we're yeah. babysitters. 
Oh, we were great babysitters. So she ends up laying down in her room. She's like, oh, can you tell us bedtime stories? And we're like, okay, we're like reading some random book. And she ends up falling asleep a little bit. And then um, Azra is like, okay, well, I'm going to go downstairs and just chill. You stay up here for like five more minutes, make sure she's like fully asleep so she doesn't wake up. And then you come downstairs and we'll just wait for the parents to come home. I'm like, okay, perfect. When I tell you, their stairs creak a lot. So when I we're upstairs. Once I get to the top step, to about to walk down, I literally put my foot down on the first step. And when I say their piano started playing in the living room downstairs. And it wasn't a regular like automatic piano. It was one of those old, really big pianos. Yeah. And when I, when, like my heart, like never in my entire life that's happened to me, but my heart literally dropped so far low. My knees got so weak. I literally like almost felt the floor. I was like, there's no way the piano is playing. Like there's so much weird things happening, like not the piano. And it wasn't making like a song or anything. It just like, you just kept hearing notes. It would do like one note, like a couple times and it would like stop. Then it would and it lasted maybe five seconds. It lasted for probably, no, it lasted longer than that. It lasted really? like seven to 10 seconds. And I was about to walk down. Cause I got a charger. That's what it was. I was oh like, yeah. I was getting a charger. I was like, there's no way I'm going to get going down these stairs so i walk back into the room and she's awake she's like what was that i'm like what if i tell this little girl like because so, she heard the the piano too so i was like oh that was me i was playing the piano i joked around i literally told her it was me playing the piano because she got freaked out so then i was like you know what i have to go down to see what this is again i was always that type of person so i slowly slowly start to walk down the stairs no one was there piano stopped playing i was like okay like i guess i'm fine like maybe yeah. that was a glitch maybe something like a string was i don't know something happened i was like not a big deal so Probably she's fine. like, okay, so we're like, okay, we got to kind of get her to go back to sleep. And she's, so she's like laying back down. She goes, oh, I had a dream. And this was like that, like, I guess she fell asleep for maybe like 15 minutes and had a dream in that amount of time. I'm like, oh, what was your dream about? Do you want to talk about it? She's like, yeah. Um, it was like my mom giving birth to me and me being born. And I was like, like she, she goes, I remember it. She goes, I remember being born. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, this is like what it actually was like. Um, so she was basically saying that the dream that she had was her remembering like her being born. Like her birth. Like her own birth. And I was like, okay. So she's like describing to me in full detail what it was like, like hearing her mom and then like just what the first things that she saw in the room. And like, just it was, I don't even want to go into detail because it's so like gross and disturbing, but she yeah. was like fully telling us like how her mom gave birth to her and how she fully remembers everything. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, like I just, so I was joking around with her because then I was getting freaked out and I was like, I just want this girl to go to sleep and not talk to me ever again. And I'm, and I'm never returning back to the house. You know what I mean? So Oz and I are like, okay, let's late. Like, let's go downstairs and just let her be for a little bit. And wait for the parents to come home. <coughs> so so then, the parents eventually get home. And then I tell them, I was like, because I was like, I have to tell them what happened. Yeah. I was like, hey, like, it was like so weird. Like when we were putting like Bella upstairs, like to go to sleep, I like, when I was about to walk down, I heard like the piano start playing. Yeah. They both literally started laughing. Yeah. They literally, they didn't say anything. They didn't say that happens all the time. They literally started laughing as if it was normal. I was like, okay. We ended up leaving. Told my mom all this. She was like freaked out. Not to mention they had, they bought a dog. Two weeks later, the dog ended up running away after I think like a week. And it's and like, I, don't I, they I say like, that animals can feel energy or yeah, something? So the dog ran away, never came back. And this family ended up moving like six months later on Halloween so on weird. Halloween, they ended up moving to Texas. To Texas, and we've always been so curious to call them and be like, you know, like why? What was the real reason you guys moved out? Because but just also moved mentioned in there. they like the house that they moved into. They, they were like only fully there for maybe a year. They fully remodeled it. They painted the entire house. So like obviously, if you're staying there, you're not gonna just move somewhere else. You know, in like a year. So one day after they moved to Texas, we're like, oh, we have to call them and see what was going on. So yeah. my mom called the mom, the girl's mom. And said, so like, hey, like, how are you? How's Texas? All the stuff. They're, like, saying, oh, my God, they love it so much better. It's amazing. The schools are great. And the mom goes, like, to be honest, like, 
like what was the reason you guys moved out because like i've heard some stories that my daughters have told me us too about like some weird things that like she they feel like that have happened in that house and the mom literally like almost started crying i think on the phone she goes no so many weird things have happened that's literally why we moved out and moved to texas she literally said like she also said that she would like randomly start smelling beer and cigarettes in the basement so we're like oh my god and that's literally the real reason they moved out is because they thought the house was creepy and like lots of things were happening the piano she said played all the time by itself yeah so i guess i wasn't crazy for that um but they like yeah we we had to get out it was like terrifying so here's also another crazy detail that happened recently so i was telling this story me and troy were eating ramen and some reason got into the conversation of talking about scary stories right so um i'm telling him this full story he goes well i want to see what the house looks like like to put like you know <gasps> I forgot a, about this. like this a is like very a recent. yeah it's to like put like a f- picture to like the story, so I like Google Maps my my house and then just kind of scroll over where you can kind of see the other house and we zoom in and he's like oh my god like why is it painted like it was painted a really weird color yeah, by the blue. way the house that the uh, should we say yeah okay the house was painted blue really random color to paint a house also like it was it, like was, it just blue. stood it out blue? on the neighborhood like it was just weird we're like okay whatever so um, I'm telling him the story. And he's literally like, oh, like zoom in. I want to just see what the house looks like. So I zoom in closer and he goes, oh my God, puts my phone down. His eyes start watering and he's like, don't look at that. I was like, look at what? He goes, do not look at that picture. Just exit off. I'm like, no, you got to tell me what, why? He goes, I'm literally like, my eyes are watering. Like, oh my God. I'm like, tell me like, what's going on? He goes, zoom in to the bottom right window of the house. I'm like, okay, why? You zoom in and there's basically that same face that, that I took a picture of, of that little no, girl. it was that same face in ever. the window. Like, I can't even fathom this own story and it happened to us. Like, yeah. so crazy. And mind you, the family living there now happens to be two girls and parents. Which, remember, a long time ago. How years ago, two girls were killed in that house. Did Very you have a dream about it too? Oh my God. One, I, it keeps getting worse. I forgot about this detail. Maybe a year ago, like after this whole thing blew over, I woke up one day. I had a dream in the middle of the night and me and my sisters are all in the kitchen talking about it. And I go, I had such a, like a weird dream last night. And I was like, <clears throat> I like, like didn't tell the story yet, but my sister walked into the kitchen, my other sister. And she's like, oh my God, me too. I had kind of like a scary dream. And I was like, well, I had a dream that like two girls moved into that house. And this was before the new family moved in. This is before no one was living in this house like a year ago. Yeah. Right. She goes, shut up. I'm like, what? She goes, I had a dream. Two girls were moving into that house. I was like same night. the same night we both had a dream that two girls were moving into that and new house with their parents. And then months later, those two girls' parents moved into that house. So I don't know what's going on there now, but hopefully they're safe, but I don't really it know. It was no, I'll literally never forget like how <laughs> terrifying it, like it doesn't sound terrifying, but like in the moment when those things happen, like you feel like was paranormal scarier. activity stuff yes. is so real. Yes. And like I th- I would start thinking I'm seeing things and I would hear things and I'm like it was the worst. Literally never walked back in after that day. I was like That's yeah, so terrifying, scary. but that's the end of that story. I hope you guys enjoy those stories. We never told that second one, and I'm kind of upset I told it now because if anyone else watches it, it's not a good story for me to tell my friends. I don't want them to know about it. I want I that to be my thing that I tell it. But they're not going to see the picture. You could tell, you could show our friends. The picture. Oh yeah, if you guys. Oh, if you guys ever meet us, ask for the picture. Yeah, we'll show you. We'll show but you guys a picture. Look at your own risk. It's just a terrifying. Yeah, not even like. It'll just give you a really uneasy. It's just feeling. very uneasy. It's very weird. Yeah. yeah. But that's the two the two stories that we wanted to tell. One about a. Uh, not a stalker, kind but... Kind of like a stalker. Kind of. And then about... Normal yeah. stuff. <laughs> I kind of love hearing about scary stuff like that. I was saying, like, but but like you, like everyone's, like, having a bonfire and you tell scary stories. And tell something, like... That's how be- that's how the beginning of a, a scary movie, movie happens. Begins. Is, like, them coming... All the like kids coming out. Like, teenagers having fun. <laughs> yeah. And then one of them does something stupid, and then, boom, they're all dead. 
Oh, oh my God. God. God forbid. Um, anyway, <laughs> well, that's the end of this episode, guys. <laughs> um, just to let you guys also know that if um, you want to, let's say you're watching this on video, but you want to listen to the audio, we also are on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. And if you guys are listening on one of those, we're also on YouTube if you want to watch the videos. So um, I think that's it for this week's episode, and we'll see you guys next week. Yes. Love you guys. Love you guys. Mwah.